Hey guys, welcome back to Student Pages Podcast. Yeah, I'm joined today by actress Emily Tosta. How are you, Emily? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, how 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 busy are you at the moment? You're you're in LA. Yes, um, I'm in LA right now. Um, things are starting to pick up a little bit. I think everybody's trying to you know figure out how to work um, throughout all these COVID times. So I I just shot some commercials for Pink Victoria's Secret yesterday, which was really fun. Um, and I'm shooting season three of my show Mayans MC. So I've been I've been pretty busy. Nice, good. Wait, what did you do for Victoria's Secret? What was that? So um, I can't talk about it a lot, but um, they're coming out with something new. That's all I can say. And it's going to be amazing, especially for mental health, which is great. So yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of it. Great. And then season season three of Mayans, like, what can you tell us about that? So season three of Mayans is going to be very, very different from seasons one and two. Um, we are experimenting with a lot of different things when it comes to not only the way of film, but also the storyline with the characters. And this show is definitely going to be very focused on the motorcycle club, which is amazing. And I'm really excited for you guys to see um, a lot of things that happen between Letty, which is my character, and Coco, which is my dad's character. So yeah, it's going to be a really exciting season. Great. And are you also, you're also filming a film with Nick Cage? Yeah, um, we finished that film literally right before quarantine, which was perfect timing because um, we were, yeah, through everything. We were filming in Atlanta and then we finished the movie. I got back to LA and I was supposed to move to New York to film something else. And I had my bags all packed. And literally like a couple days after I landed in LA, they said, nope the whole entire country is going to be shut down and I was like oh wow (laughs) so wait so what was that like working with with Cage on it's called Wally's Wonderland right yeah um it was amazing he he's such a wonderful person he's not only an incredible actor but also an incredible person and he was so sweet and so nice and so kind and I learned a lot from him and he was just always giving me advice and always looking out for me and he was amazing because I'm I'm a, I'm a bit of an I mean I'm not going to make this interview about him obviously but <laughs> I want to know does he lose his mind in Wally's Wonderland because my favorite Nick Cage moments are when he just completely loses it no he loses it <laughs> yeah. okay, good 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 no he loses it and and it's really funny because he was he would like show up on set and he was like just the sweetest person and then as soon as the cameras were about to roll he would like turn into this completely different person and it was so beautiful to see because he was like the sweetest guy and then he would turn into this like monster kind of thing and i don't know it was just really cool i was just going to ask what what kind of stuff were you watching that made you made you think i want to be an actress So when I was little, um, it was really funny because basically everything that you watched, I watched, but in in Spanish. It really, really made me want to be an actress was when I was younger and I would sort of see like the lack of representation for Hispanic women on TV and film. And I think that really inspired me to be an actress because I was like, there's not a lot of people that look like me on TV. (laughs) So I want to be a part of that change and I want to, you know, bring characters like me on screen. So that's kind of like what really propelled me to want to be an actress. And then I moved to this country and then I started watching American TV. And there was even more lack of representation on that TV. 
So I remember seeing women like America Ferreira, which was one of the first female Latina actresses that I saw in Ugly Betty. And I was like, she's pretty much like the only Latina leading a show. So I was like, we need to change this. So I think that really inspired me to want to bring more um, stories of people of color on TV. And how do you feel about uh, Latin Hispanic representation now? Um, I personally think that there's a lot we still need to do. I think that there's a long way to go. Um, I mean, there's articles coming out all the time, like what just happened at the Emmys. I mean, there's a lot of Hispanic actors and writers and producers and directors that were very shocked that not any really Latin content got nominated for any awards. And it was, there's a lot of progress that still needs to be made. I think that we are sort of on the right track because I think there are more stories being told and there are more people of color leading films and shows, but I definitely think that we still have a long way to go. I would love to say thank you though to women like America Ferreira and Eva Longoria for bringing those stories and always fighting for, for putting those stories on TV and Salma Hayek. And yeah, I think, I think some progress has, has to yet be made. Of course. Great. Um, and and what, um, what was that like moving to the US at 13? It was rough. <laughs> My mom and I came to the US and we were here with like no money. Um, we didn't have work status, so we didn't have legal status to work. Um, I came into a brand new culture with a brand new language that I didn't know anything about. So it was definitely rough. And I... I just always wanted, I was always so like focused on what I wanted since I was a little girl. And my mom was always like my biggest supporter. And she was like, okay, if that's what you want, let's go, let's do it. So she's always been like my partner in crime, but it was definitely very tough at first adjusting to everything, not only socially, but economically and financially and, and in every aspect of the word, it was very, very tough. But hey, we made it through, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> What do you miss about the Dominican Republic? Um, my family. My sisters are there. My dad is there. Um, my aunts and uncles and cousins are all there. So I would say my family is probably what I miss the most. And also my country has like the most beautiful vacation spots ever. So you have to go to Dominican Republic if you haven't been. Um, but well, yeah. British people don't really know too much about Dominican Republic. It's the oh thing. Like, we don't. It's not like a really a vacation spot for us. That's so I don't know anything about it. Well, you should make it a vacation spot because the beaches, the women, like everybody's so amazing. Like everything in my country is just amazing. But yeah. I definitely miss like, you know, going to the beach and being with my family. And I have some friends that still live over there. So that's that's what I would say I miss the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, British people need to get over there. We're used to Cornwall, which is yeah. like a cold a cold beach in southwest england so oh my goodness no you yeah you look you look like really you really pity us right now <laughs> i'm just like what are you talking about where is that <laughs> you get some fish and chips a seagull will swoop down and eat an ice cream out of your hand oh my goodness You're freezing cold goodness. yeah party of five right looks looks like such a fun set to be working on and when you guys are kind of when you guys are sort of just chilling on the set and waiting around and, and like, and we're like not filming, what kind of stuff did you get up to? Like when you were chilling with the cast? Oh my gosh, everything and anything. Like we literally became such a tight little family. 
that we were all best friends. So we would go out together, obviously pre-COVID when you could go out. <laughs> we would go out together and we would hang out and have game nights and go to like lounges and bars and just like walk around town. We were just such a such a family. We still are. Um, I'm literally hanging out with Nico, which plays my twin brother. I'm seeing him later tonight. We're going to dinner with a few friends. So like, we're literally still all best friends. And he was just hanging out with Brandon the other night. They all had like a big sleepover. And I don't know, it's, it's awesome to be able to work with people that are not only your family on screen, but also off screen. But which was one of the biggest reasons why it was so heartbreaking when um, we only ran for one season because we were like, oh, man, not only are we leaving such a beautiful show that means so much, but also like we're leaving each other. And I mean, what are the odds that we all work together on another project? They're very slim. So it was it was a little heartbreaking. Yeah, blessed. Is, that, is it tough to stay professional when you're on such as like a fun set? Um, I think it depends because for some people, maybe it is, but, um, for us, I mean, we're, we've been professionals for a very long time and we've been in the industry for a very long time. So we do know when to draw the line between like, okay, this is fun. Now let's get to work. So I think that we've all, I speak not only for myself, but also for them, for Brandon, Nico, even Elle, which is just a little girl, even she knows how to draw the line. Like sometimes we'll be messing around behind the camera and then as soon as they're calling, like, okay, we're rolling, Elle is like, okay, guys, come on, let's focus. And she's just a little girl. So, yeah, yeah we've all been able to, to draw the line between professionalism and just, you know, having fun and messing around. And even though it's a very different um, kind of vibe of a show, no, that's going to be my question. So how different is the vibe when you're on set on, on doing Mayans to Party of Five? Does it kind of feel different because it's a more, like, intense show? Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> the vibe is completely different. Even my characters, like on my ends, I play this girl that she's a little bit crazy. Um, she grew up on the streets and she is a killer and she is a little mentally unstable. And she's just, she was exposed to a lot of things that honestly no person of her age should be exposed to. And I think that she is constantly going through a lot. She curses, she smokes cigarettes. She's like, you know, her own little rebel girl. So then you have Party of Five, which Lucia, she's like a family girl. She's very family oriented. She was a straight A student. So the vibes were very different, not only with my characters, but also on the set itself. Like on Mayans, I work with like 20 guys. <laughs> it's like me and like 20 dudes, um, which is awesome. I mean, they're like my big brothers and they became my family as well. But it's like, you know, it's literally a biker gang. So it's a bunch of guys. And then as opposed to Party of Five, which I have my little sister, I have my brothers, I have, you know, so it's definitely a, a big change of vibe for sure. Do you feel like you have to be more badass when you're like on a set around guys Like you have to toughen up a bit? So it's funny because they like we've all become I mean, we're already on our third season and we've all become such a big family. So like everybody already knows each other's personalities. Like everybody knows, you know, um, how people really are. Like there's no way to put up a front or try to be like tough. So, but it's funny because they're always picking on me, like in, in a good way, obviously, just in like a, in like a funny, silly way. But because I'm the only girl sometimes with all of them, they're always picking on me and it's just funny. It's like a fun environment. 
So I remember there was a point where I was filming both shows at the same time. So I was doing Party of Five and I was doing Mayans. And there were days where I literally had to go straight from one set to the other. So I would work Mayans from like 5 a.m. to like 4 p.m. And then I would rush over to Party of Five and work there for the rest of the afternoon and night. So I had to do that a few times. And it was it was definitely a lot. But I just remember sometimes like Mayans would have to have an earlier call time so that I could actually work and come in because that was the only time that I was going to be free. And I remember all the guys would be like, oh, she's so cool. She got to go to party of five after. It was just funny. And then guys would be like, oh, Emily, thanks for this 5 a.m. call time that we have today. <laughs> it was just funny. We, we always all just messed around a lot. But yeah, I love them. They're like my family, too. Do you shoot both the shows in L.A.? Yeah, they're actually literally five minutes away from each other, which was such a blessing. I couldn't even believe it because I was this close to not being able to do my end because on Party of Five, I'm a series regular. So I'm, I'm the main character on the show. So um, obviously being the female lead of a show takes up a lot of your time and schedule. So it was becoming a little bit tough there for a second to be able to find time for my end because on my end, I'm just a guest star, like a recurring guest star. So, um, yeah, there was like, it was, it came this close to me not being able to do it. But honestly, the distance helped a lot because the sets were like five minutes from each other. So, yeah. But you're in New York a lot as well. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you, do you like live over in New York or what's going on? Um, no, so I've, I've gotten the opportunity to travel to New York a lot for work. Um, usually we do a lot of our press in New York. Um, and I mean, at the same time, I also have family and my best friend, Ashley, which has been my best friend for 16 years, she lives in New York. So, um, work and also loved ones brings me to New York a lot. Which, what, what do you prefer, New York or LA? I prefer LA to live, but I do love a good like week in New York here and there because I love the city. It's very different now, obviously, because of COVID, everything closes at like 10 p.m. and people aren't really doing much and it's kind of crazy because I, I was there not too long ago um and I was like wow the city feels so different like the noise and like the amounts of people walking constantly like there's none of that anymore which is crazy but I still love it nice very good you ever been to the UK before no but I would love to go <laughs> I've got, um, I'm going to do a little test for you in case you do come. Ooh, right. I've, got, go. I've got some, uh, I feel like I'm going to this, but I'm excited. <laughs> if it's, if it's too hard, I'll, I'll give you loads of clues. Don't worry. You're not going to struggle good. too much. Go easy. Go easy. <laughs> so it's, um, I've got some slang basically. Okay. And it's, it'll either be like London slang or like maybe like more like England slang. You've got to try okay. and guess what, what everything I'm is. like, do I get a phone call? <laughs> Because I have two best friends that live in, in uh, London. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? If you're struggling, you can call one of your friends and ask them. Oh, my gosh. Thank God. Okay, good. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So the first word is uh, is Leng. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You said you would go easy on me. Okay, wait. Give me, like, so, one clue. One or two clues. Okay, okay. So Leng, if I said, like... Uh, Oh, like, have you, have, you, have you seen her? She's Leng. Does that mean pretty? Yeah, yeah, there we go. <gasps> that okay. Clue too easy. That clue is way too easy. I gave it away. 
Oh gosh. Okay, Lang. Lang. Oh my god. No, no, no. Lang. L L E N G. Oh, Le Lang. Yeah, yeah, Lang. Okay. Lang. Okay. Oh, so, oh he's Lang. She's Lang. <laughs> or Langers, if you want. You can add an us. <laughs> okay. Next one is uh, tapped. Tapped. Tired? Yeah. No, not tired. I'm tapped. I'm tired. No. You can be like, you could be like, oh, who just farted? Oh, you're tapped for that one. Like you're messed up? Yeah, yeah. It means like, like, like gross or like dodgy or messed up. Oh yeah. my gosh, really? Okay, that's interesting. Okay, next one um, is, is, is gassed. Gassed. This one does not have anything to do with fighting. This is... Okay, <laughs> you're like, mind you, FYI. <laughs> um, gassed, okay. Gassed. I'm gassed. Does that mean tired? Nah, nah, call your friend. I want to I hear you call your friend. <laughs> okay, I'm calling him. What time is it over there, you said? It's, it's 5 p.m. Okay, let's see. Ah, uh, watch him not answer me. I'm going to be so sad. No! Okay, Harrison, I'm doing a podcast interview right now, and they're interviewing me from London, right? London? Yeah, yeah, I'm in London. Okay, yeah. so there we're playing a game, and I'm trying to guess some slang, and uh -huh. I am failing so bad. <laughs> okay. So I get a phone call. So you were my phone call. <laughs> I'm the friend. Yes, you are. So um, currently the word is what's the word again? Gast. Gast. Okay, am I allowed to just tell you the answer or what? So is he supposed to give me clues or what? Or is he gonna yeah, get give her give her give her a clue. Okay, give me some clues. Um oh. your heart might start racing. Is that's trying to be subtle, I guess. Oh. Use it in a sentence. Um, uh, oh yeah, use it in a sentence. You'd be pretty gassed if you're doing this podcast. What? Yeah. You guys are confusing me even more. Your mum walks in with <laughs> You're gassed. Oh, like you're amazing? No, or no, like if you got a, if you've got an audition for something you've been working on, you'd be okay. like, oh, I'm so gassed to book this. Excited? Yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it. Uh, Oh, excited? Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> it's like excited so and like feeling really good about yourself. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Harrison, for being my phone a friend. <laughs> I'll text you after. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my he was gosh. Good. He, had some, he had some good, uh, he helped you out there. He did. He really did. Oh, thank God. <laughs> How come you have friends in the UK, but you've never been? I know. It's crazy because so him, he has um, a brother too. His name is Anderson. So both of them have been my friends for like, oh my gosh, I think like six years now. And they're always telling me to go visit. And I, I really have to make some time to go visit. Yeah. I mean, not anytime soon, but as soon as things, as soon as things clear I know. Up, yeah. Go... Right now it's like... 
I've got to go US because I'm 21 now. And the last time I went to the US, I had this, this shitty fake ID. And some, I was trying to get into a club in New York. And some dude was like, yo, this is obviously a fake ID, but well done on the accent. You did a really good job trying to pretend to be British. I was like, I'm British, bro. I'm British. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you have to come to LA. I will I'll come out. Listen, Emily, thanks so much for um, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. This was so much fun. Um, and have a good rest of your day. And uh, thanks everyone for listening or watching to Student Table Podcast.